and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one erudite page of Talmud a day. And reading today's daf, Yoma 73, came across a couple of words I thought I knew. Have a listen. Maybe you recognize them too. How is it done? How does the Urim Vatumim provide an answer? The names of the 12 tribes were engraved upon the stones of the breastplate. These letters allowed for the answer to be received. Rabbi Yochanan says, The letters of the answer protrude, and the priest then combines those letters to form words in order to ascertain the message. Reish Lakish says, The letters rearrange themselves and join together to form words. First of all, this kind of magical, transformer-like quality of this passage is amazing. But thinking about the Urim and Tumim, these stones on the Kohen Gadol, the high priest's breastplate, I thought I recognized these words. And of course, I do, from the motto of that university that would never let me in, Yale University. And so to make sense of the Urim and Tumim and what it has to do with Yale, it is my pleasure to welcome the Howard M. Holtzman Jewish chaplain at Yale University, Rabbi Jason Rubenstein. Rabbi Rubenstein, welcome to the show. Thank you, Leo. It's wonderful to be here. And what a great topic. And yes, you are right. The crest of Yale University, created early 18th century, has always borne these words, Urim Batumim, and the Latin translation, one of several possible and popular ones at the time, Lux et Veritas, Light and Truth. Light and Perfection is also a common rendering. I want to actually start with some of the Jewish reception, which is more or less contemporary and one of the most famous accounts, deservedly so, of the workings of the Urim Vatumim as the different letters were lit up. The Vilna Gaon gives an interpretation. He connects this back to the story of Eli, the high priest, who thought that Hannah, the barren woman who was praying, was drunk and tried to cast her out from the temple precincts. But he was wrong, in fact. We were told in the text of Shmuel itself that she was, in fact, sober and praying with deep fervor. The Vilna Gaon does something delightful. And just the mechanisms you mentioned that the letters of the answer would illuminate. Imagine Ellie the high priest looking down at his breastplate and seeing the letters Shin, Kaf, Resh, and Hey, which he interpreted as Shikora, drunk, uh, were in fact properly rendered as Kshera. She is perfect. She is blameless. And what the Vilna Gaon does so beautifully is he illustrates how even the kind of method of perfect divination, which gives direct linguistic access to God's will, is still the subject of interpretation and therefore <laughs> a site of possible misinterpretation. And there's something similar with Yale. These words, you know, jump out to us as a Jewish audience as a direct antecedent to kind of Yale's Jewishness. But that's probably not exactly the, the right way, at least historically, to read them. The words Lexa Veritas and Orim Vitumim, Orim Vitumim does come from the Bible and via the breastplate, and are also critical in their biblical Hebrewness to the Protestant and scholarly identity of Yale, which, like Harvard and other scholarly institutions at the time in the Protestant world, were insistent on the education in Hebrew, the ability to access the Bible in the original, and in fact, the second document we have that uses this seal is Ezra Stiles' 1749 
uh, diploma from Yale. Stiles went on to be the seventh president of Yale. And in a moment that'll feel deeply familiar to contemporary American Jews, he initiated mandatory Hebrew education for students here. And then he gave up after seven years complaining of the great effort with very little result to show in his students' mastery of Hebrew. <laughs> we know from that. We know from that, right? It's, uh, we, one day we'll find out how to do better than Ezra Stiles. But at least for now, our Hebrew school teachers are in, in, in the best of company. And the message, Luxe Veritas Urim Vatumim, of light and perfection resonated. It has similar echoes in, in Harvard Seal, which is a bit older. And most significantly, kind of fascinatingly, was one of the favorite phrases of some of the kind of orthodox Protestant theologians, the conservative Protestant theologians, whose works were canonical at Yale at the time and signaled a rejection on the one hand of some tenets of Anglican faith, and also on the other, some of the more emotionally driven and anti-intellectual fervor of the Great Awakenings, which were just starting to sweep the Connecticut Valley and, and New England and America at large. So it's probably as a, a signal, not just to the text as we have it in the Torah, and not just to the breastplate of the Kohen Gadol, but also to influential late 17th and early 18th century Protestant theology and their place in Yale's curriculum and Yale's situation in the broader religious and intellectual world that we have this seal today. All of this and much more comes to me and can come to you from Dan Oren's masterful book, Joining the Club, The History of Jews in Yale. Dan is a great scholar and a very kind man and went through the archives and laid all this and so much more out. So if you want the full story, check it out there. And as always, the reminder hovers above all of us that when attempting to interpret anything, but especially something as holy as the Word of God, we should remember that teaching you just shared with us and remember that it is always our duty to think hard and interpret. Rabbi Rubenstein, thank you so much for being our guest. Wonderful to be here. Thank you. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. Mm-hmm.